Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. What happened to the Cats last night in the Grey Cup? Uh, it looked like they, they had such a banner year. I thought maybe this was going to be the year that they wanted. All. Of course, can't blame Winnipeg. It's been uh, fallow for the last 29 or 30, and there's a guy who was wearing shorts for 18 of the last years. So uh, let's find out exactly what went down at yesterday's Grey Cup game in Calgary. Joining us on the line is Rick Zamper, and he's a sports director at our sister station, CHML in the Hammer. Rick, how you doing? Pretty forlorn today, I guess. John, it is a sad day in Steeltown. Our Tiger Cats have once again lost in the Grey Cup. They deserve better. I mean, but I, I listened to some of the post-game interviews. The players, you know, they were telling us uh, how much it hurts. Needless to say, you make it to the championship. Uh, they failed to execute. How did you see them losing? Yeah, that's exactly right. Listen, you know, one team showed up and one team did not. And uh, lo and behold, the team that did show up uh, goes away with the championship trophy. Uh, in a long story short, the Tiger Cats pooped the bed. They did not uh, execute any of their game plan. They were ill-prepared, outmatched on the field, outcoached. Um, everything went Winnipeg's way, but they deserved everything because they created, and the Tiger Cats were passive. Maybe their heads were too big. Maybe they were reading their own press clippings. Uh, they came in, I suspect, as an overconfident unit, and they got shellacked by a much more prepared, well-rounded, hungrier team. So uh, did Orlando Steinauer get outcoached? Yeah, I think so. I mean, everything that the Tiger Cats tried at the outset, any halftime adjustments they made were nullified by whatever Mike O'Shea and his staff did. They had no answer for Paul Lapalusa's offense, whether it was Zach Caleros or Chris Streveler under center. They couldn't stop Andrew Harris in the ground game. Winnipeg's offensive line pushed around Hamilton's D-line and vice versa. Winnipeg's D-line in their front seven absolutely mauled the Tiger Cats' offensive line. Hamilton had no rhythm. Winnipeg had all the momentum. This game, I mean, it's hard to say it was over in the first two series, but Hamilton's two offensive series out of the gate, interception, sack, and fumble, and Winnipeg's up 7-0. That set the tone. And, you know, it was game. It wasn't game over, theoretically, but... I think emotionally and psychologically, Winnipeg knew they had it. Yeah, and that's the anomaly because Hamilton was so strong during the regular season. You cited Zach Kolaros. I mean, uh, really, in a way, this was a you know a nice way for him to uh, end his season because there's been a lot of let's say uh, challenges that he's faced. Uh, at one point, didn't he quarterback Hamilton for a fact? He was the quarterback of the Tiger Cats uh, back in 2014. Uh, 15-16, yep. went to the Grey Cup with the Cats in 2014, but in that 2015 season, blew out his knee, a couple of concussions later. And this season, you know, the Ticats and their fans were thinking, you know, this is this is the dream season, 15-3. and three. They've never won 15 games in a season before, undefeated at home. They've never done that in their 150-year history. Uh, everyone was thinking, you know, they lose their starting quarterback in Jeremiah Masoli halfway through, and, you know, a Dane Evans uh, character comes out of nowhere and, and steals the hearts of Tiger Cats fans. But at the end of the day, Winnipeg, really, of the dream season. They started 5-0, struggled, lost their quarterback. 
they pick up Zach Caleros a minute before the CFL trade deadline, <laughs> and the former Tiger Cat quarterback leads Winnipeg to the Grey Cup Championship. It is a phenomenal story. That's the CFL in a nutshell. I mean, there's a lot of phenomenal stories. It's always topsy-turvy. I like the game. It's fast. It's fluid. You know, uh, three downs and out. I mean, uh, sometimes the American game can get tedious, but nonetheless. By the way, uh, let me ask you. Look, the CFL has uh, been dismissed by some as just, uh, you know, not all that uh, the NFL seems to represent stateside, but uh, it's got the prospects to really be exciting. And But does it need the Argos to be good and a going concern because Toronto's really struggled and uh, they've been a non-entity, even though they won the Grey Cup a couple of years back in Ottawa, surprisingly. Uh, how important is a Toronto franchise? And what do you make of Halifax or somewhere out in the Maritimes, maybe Moncton coming on site? Well, I do think it's it's important for Toronto to be successful, especially off the field. You know, on the fields, uh, you know, whether they've won championships or not, the fans just don't seem to care as much as you know, uh, you know, fans in other cities, Regina, namely, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, and whatnot. Well, the hammer, um, the hammer, it's a religion. Yeah, but you know, back in uh, not too long ago, the, the Tiger Cats were bankrupt. You know, two thousand three, they were having trouble uh, attracting fans. You know, fourteen, fifteen thousand fans at Old Averland Stadium. Bob Young rescues the team. So you know, it wasn't too long ago that Hamilton was mimicking what Toronto is doing right now. And as far as Halifax or the Maritime is concerned, they need a deep-pocketed owner or ownership group that's willing to, uh, you know, lose a lot of money in the first few years and hopefully regain it five or ten years down the road. But the big sticking point there is the stadium. If they can get a venue, uh, they certainly have the fan base. It's just a matter of an owner, an ownership group, and uh, that all-elusive stadium. By the way, uh, we're talking to uh, Rick Zamper, and he's our uh, sister station sports director at CHML. And uh, this is the postmortem from the Great Cup last night, where Hamilton was anticipated by many to actually have a lock on this thing, but it wasn't to be. Uh, but it was a good Great Cup game, otherwise, or at least you know the halftime show was certainly a highlight. Keith Urban, I thought that was magnificent. How about you? He was phenomenal. I, that was one of the best halftime shows. You know, it's about more, minus some five with the wind chill, but it was so. Where'd you go? <laughs> there you are. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, so slick and smooth. Uh, played all you know, his, his top songs. The fans were into it. It was a really well-put-together halftime show, and he had a, he had a lot of fun, and uh, he fit off the crowd and vice versa. Yeah, it was a tip-top, top-shelf halftime show. I thought so. I thought, you know, as good as any Super Bowl halftime show that I've seen of uh, recent vintage. So that accrues to the benefit or uh, reflects positively on the CFL. So what you're saying is, I mean, uh, the CFL uh, still a going concern. Can it regain some of the past glories? I'm sitting from the Toronto perspective because, I mean, it used to be a big game in Toronto, but not so much anymore. Do you think it's still got enough to interest uh, the fans coast to coast? Well, they got to do more. Obviously, you know, when you look at the, the sports hierarchy in Toronto, you have the Maple Leafs and Raptors, you know, 1A and 1B. Uh, you know, Toronto FC's in the mix. Uh, you know, Toronto Wolfpack is certainly coming on. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of heavy lifting to do in Toronto. There's no easy answer. But A, they need a winner. B, they need some star status in Toronto. Uh, and maybe more than one or two players. And B, they, they got to win uh, continuously. Well, that's it. Toronto loves winners. Uh, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, pinball, you know, uh, maybe he can turn things around. Rick, I appreciate your weighing in this afternoon. Condolences, but uh, there's always next year. See, Toronto Maple Leaf fans have learned that mantra. So take it uh, as an article of faith. There's always next year.
That's right. Thank you, John. Yeah, good to talk to you. Rick Zemperin again is a sports director at CHML in Hamilton. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.